This is the Only in Miami show, hosted by Grant Stern. Tonight's show is underwritten by Morningside Mortgage Corporation. Morningside Mortgage Corporation keeps the Only in Miami show commercial-free. You can find them online at www.morningsidemortgage.com. That's www.morningsidemortgage.com. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you're out there in traffic and it's twilight, tune in quickly and stay tuned. This is the first night of Daylight Savings Time, and we've got a great, great show for you tonight, previewing Cayocho Festival, which is coming up this Sunday, all day long, on Southwest 8th Street between 27th Avenue and uh, Southwest 8th Avenue. And it is a fantastic one-day festival. And if you live in Miami and you've not been to Cayocho yet, you're going to find out a little bit about who's playing at Cayocho as we discuss it with Tony Lorenzo. He is the president of Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis puts on Cayocho every single year, in addition to their year-round charitable activities. And Cassandra Montanon, she is the queen of carnival this year. So we've got a great show planned, a lot of music. Stay tuned. And we're going to have a lot of fun. But first, this is the part of the show where you, the audience, give me, your humble host, Grant Stern, a few minutes to discuss something of importance to all of us in South Florida or beyond. And as we've discussed many times on this show, there's been a lot of activity in relation to the Richmond Pine Rocklands, an endangered forest near Metro Zoo in South Miami-Dade County. Recently, recently there was a hearing at the Miami-Dade Commission Chambers where the foundation of a CRA, which many local residents opposed, uh, which would have turned that area into a mecca for developers by creating generous public subsidies for very small companies like Fox and Walmart and others, was deferred indefinitely. And I want to congratulate Everybody who showed up and protested that CRA, everybody who showed up and spoke out against that CRA, and everybody who got involved, the 95,000 people who signed petitions and the, the thousands of people who marched, who rallied, who met, and who discussed it with their local uh, government officials, their commissioners, their state and local representatives. And furthermore, something amazing happened. Not only did they withdraw the CRA plan, but they also, and when I say they, the commission withdrew the plan, and the commissioner who had proposed the plan signed a joint memorandum with Miami-Dade County Mayor Carlos Jimenez requesting funds allocated through the state of Florida's Amendment 1 constitutional referendum vote, which passed in November of 2014, which allocates funds for conservation. They've made a formal request to the governor of the state to send those funds to Miami-Dade County to purchase the Pine Rocklands Tract, the Richmond Pine Rocklands Tract, from Ram Realty and Company, who still wishes to develop a Walmart 
900 apartments, and a Chick-fil-A, an L.A. fitness, and much more over this rare and endangered Pine Rocklands forest. Unfortunately, Ram Realty did not accept this offer and rapidly replied with a hasty comment in the Miami Herald saying that they were the only option to preserve this land, which presages a significant amount of legal and political rumbling which will follow this decision, which is unnecessary now that the county government has formally requested money, which will be made available because there is a lot of funds available in the Amendment 1 trough, which is supported by real estate sales taxes estimated to be at over $750 million this year in the first year alone, which the voters directly allocated to our state government solely for the purpose of conservation. I strongly urge the developers at Ram Realty to reconsider this initial reaction to the county's plan to purchase the Richmond Pine Rocklands and turn them into a natural preserve for decades to come. And we'll be right back. This is the Only in Miami show. The more, the more you fade away Ah, the more, the more you stay away By putting His Majesty's love on delay Allowing the wicked one to make a play So watch King Panim Trun He never leave you alone the king found him true Well as he reigns in Zion In a highest region He came in Del Vita Thornton Gold Still Selassie I story hasn't been told Well you can read it in your scriptures Yes and all of your scrolls for his lineage is so Watch King Conqueror What bingy bull become The big conqueror Well as he reigns in Zion I just like the lion In the most highest region Long time of Bissinia well, his name is a Papa, if you don't know, a Papa Janai. Oh, welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern, and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiamishow.com, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. 
And we're here live in studio with Tony Lorenzo. Tony, thanks for joining us. No, th friend. thank you for having us again. It's a pleasure being here. So we've we've taken some sounds from Cayocho, and I don't know if you can hear them in your monitor there, but we're, we're playing them under, so it really feels like we're at Cayocho. This is like taking a walk down through the festival. You it, like it? I like it. It feels good, but there's nothing like the real thing. There's nothing like being down that street, hearing the vibrations coming off those avenues of all the music, hearing, sharing the love, feeling the heat from the people, the music. I don't know. I mean, it's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's a, it's a gentle walk. <laughs> we go on for 10 minutes here, but uh, we actually, we published this last year because this is like something, it's like Kayocho meditation. See, you can I hear like the it. music in the background. I like it. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about this year's lineup and, and who's going to be coming on. Well, first and foremost, um, um, this year we have we have a lot of artists, a lot of great artists. We have a, a we have our usual sponsors. We have a Univision, Telemundo. We have Coca-Cola. They all have multiple acts. I mean, I, the list goes on and on. We have Mega that's going to be on our anchor site. Uh, the music is going to be uh, fabulous. We always have the top tier talent. And the truth is that this festival not only brings all, all the great artists, but it brings the, all the community together. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. I mean, how many people attended last year's Coyote? Over 800,000. 800,000. Right. How did they figure that out, I wonder? Well, we, we've had in the past, we've had uh, a company that come out and survey, and then they take, a, they, I don't know how they do it, they take aerial views, they start counting heads, but they always estimate anywhere between 800,000 and a million people. Yeah, it's, it's just great to see that many people in Miami. I mean, there's about 2.5 million people in all of Miami-Dade County, and a third of them. It's great. It's great to see. Have a party. It's great to see. The, you know, it's culturally diverse. Everybody's there supporting. And the truth is that the, that the main reason that we do Cayocho, that we started 38 years ago doing Cayocho, was for the simple reason of raising funds and helping our community and underprivileged. So it's great to see that they're still supporting this great cause coming out there. And it's a, and it's a great formula to raise funds. I mean, we're having a great time, having a great party, and at the end of the day, all the proceeds that we raise go straight to the community. Now, the the, the year-round activities of the Kiwanis never stop. Tell me a little bit about some of the year-round activities from the last year or stuff that's coming up this year that the Kiwanis are doing. Well, you know, Carnival Miami is a two-week uh, two uh, event, a full of events. An and enormous two-week event. <laughs> but enormous. there's more than just those two weeks. Right after Calle Ocho ends, we begin with our scholarship program. We actually have 45 kids right now under full-ride scholarships in the, in the state of Florida. Wow. Yeah. So for it's a, like 10 every year, 12 ten, every year? 10 every year. We, wow. we try to achieve 10 every year. Oh, and amazing. for us, it's, it's a blessing to see, to be able to provide these kids that, that opportunity to go to school. We just had a gentleman come to our office about six months ago. I thought he wanted to be a member. And he actually said, I was, I was coming by to see my parents, and I, I was obligated to come thank you. And I was like, oh, thank you for what? He's old. Ten years ago, you guys provided me a scholarship. I came here from Cuba. I did not know English. I went to high school. You guys gave me a scholarship, and right now I'm a certified oncologist specializing in cancer at Boston General. Wow, that's amazing. It was amazing. But, was amazing. but I could see it happening. I mean, there's a lot of people that come over from Cuba even today that, you know, they, they really literally show up with nothing. And they're in their teens, and and they got to figure everything out on the fly. Yeah, we really love that's that's the whole the, that's what keeps us going. We you know the Kiwanis are going to be turning 40 years old, September 15th this year. So uh, this is this is the 40th anniversary year. That's it's, fantastic. It's gonna yeah between this year and next year's and next year's carnival, we'll be celebrating our 40 years, and we're really we're really happy to be achieving this landmark for us. We're all volunteers. We have 170 volunteers. We spend our extra time to create these events, execute them. 
And once these events are over, once Coyotes is over, we begin our community projects, our scholarships, like I said. Then we have a summer camp where we provide over 300 kids a, a, a summer camp that they cannot afford. These are kids that if they couldn't, if they wouldn't be at our summer camp, they would be staying home and their parents would be praying to God that those kids would be safe when they get back home. So for us, it's, a, it's great. With that said, we go to our basketball camp. We provide over 5,000 school supplies, toys during Christmas. For us, it's a blessing. And we feel that we're successful because our community believes in us, supports us, and together we make a difference. Well, there's another event that you guys do, and that is the Miss Carnival pageant. And we're here with Miss Carnival's queen, Cassandra Montandon. How are you tonight? Hi, hi. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. Of course. So tell me a little bit about what it took to become Miss Carnival 2015. It took a village. It really did. Without my parents, without my family, I would not have been able to take that crown and use it for the better. And that's something that I've always worked for is the community. I've been in pageants for around three to four years, and Miss Carnival Miami has given me the opportunity to really give back to my community in a completely different way than the way that I've been able to. So what are the steps to, to enter into the contest? Well, we had to sign up, and I think they, they did an application process, and then right. from there you went around two to three weeks of rehearsals, and then you had your interview, and then the day of the pageant you had your opening introduction, which is when you go and you say your name and your age, you do a dance, you have swimsuit, evening out, and then the most nerve-wracking part was the on-stage question, and then from there scores are tabulated, and you have your winner and your runner-ups. Oh, okay, so the, I call that the nerve drill. Yes, <laughs> it was all by yourself so nervous on a stage, and they can just ask you anything. anything. You have no idea what they're going to ask you. It's whatever you pull out. That is a question you're going to get. So, what what was your question this year? My question was, um, ¿Por qué las eh, las damas tienen que tener modales? Basically, saying why a lady needs to have morals. And I stated that a lady without morals is not a lady at all. It's Morals is what drives her to succeed. Morals is what makes her education and act, makes her act like a lady. Okay, that's a very good answer, it especially was hard. on the fly. Now you know why she won. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? You were in the spotlight. Do you have any questions for the two of us since we're here in the spotlight? So now we're getting now we're getting now, we're, we're, we're getting there interviewed. You go, Tony. There you go, Tony. Now I'm going to give you guys pageant questions. <laughs> Let's see. If you had one wish, what would that wish be, and why? Is that for me? Go, Tony, since you're the president. If I had one wish, wow. If I had, if I had, it's, it's very it's difficult. Hard. If I had one wish, I would be. I, I would have to say that I, would, I wish I'd had the financial resources to help people all over the world. The truth is that we've we've come to an age where there's a lot of people that are underprivileged, and are having very difficult times. And I and I think like if we all get together and we're able to just you know give a little bit of our time, we'd be able to change. So I would want to have that those powers and those finances to take care of all the people that are less fortunate. Ding ding ding. And our Mr. Carnival Miami <laughs> I don't know where your question is. Good luck. <laughs> let's see. Let's see your question. I'm open. I'm game. <laughs> you get one question here. If you had $1 million and you cannot spend it on yourself, how would you spend it and why? If I had $1 million and I could not sp spend it on myself, I would spend it on continuing the amazing development of photographyisnotacrime.com. It's a website which I've been actively helping with for quite a while and became the executive director of which several months ago. And it highlights First Amendment rights issues that are important to everybody in the United States, as well as issues of government transparency and 
highlights specific instances across the nation where citizens and government are at odds with each other when they should be cooperating, especially the government cooperating. So I would spend that million dollars helping photographyisnotacrime.com. See, that's a great answer because you taught us of something new. You said it properly and you were sure of yourself. There you go. Pageant 101. (laughs) Okay, that's it. I'm entering next year. It's going to be tough. (laughs) Well, except in the swimsuit department. (laughs) Not the hard part. I was so nervous. I thought I was going to fall. Well, you know, let's just say I got a face made for radio. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't we do this? Uh, We've got a lot of music. Uh, that, that are going to be on the carnival stages and I wanted to take a listen to some of it right now and we're expecting a call in uh, from hopefully from David Kata in a little bit um, we're going to see about the different artists we have a few that may or may not call in um, but who do we have queued up Cassandra? Lead oh, them in Well right now we have Jay Alvarez with La Pregunta Okay Booth let's run it This is the Only in Miami show. And you've been listening to... Cassandra, Miss Carnival, Miami. <laughs> Cassandra no. is DJing for us. <laughs> it's like Jay it. Alvarez, La Pregunta, his number one hit. Okay, and, and which uh, which stage is he going to be playing on? He's going pl- to be playing on the Mega 94.9 stage on okay. 8th Avenue and 8th. The Mega 94.9 stage. Oh, they're on that other dial. My <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I don't use that dial anymore. It's broken on my car. <laughs> okay, so so that's going to be on the 8th Avenue side of Cayocho. That's correct. Um, I assume they're probably going to be playing later in the day. They might play midday. So so who else is set to play at the uh, the mega stage? Who do we got Cassandra lined up next? We have the Kings of Carnival Miami, Chino y Nacho with Tu Me Quemas. Welcome back. This is the only in Miami show. Alrighty, so uh, we're 
We're going to be scrolling through a lot of different music tonight. This is really going to be an episode almost all about music because there's so much great music coming to Kaiocho this year. Um, let's see. There's the Coca-Cola stage. And we're hoping to have a couple of call-ins from some of the Coca-Cola stage artists tonight. Um, let's see. Should we listen to... Do you have Sensato? I think I saw Sensato last year. They were there. They were there. Sensato is a regular yeah. at our events. He's good. Yeah, he's very good. Um, let's see. Who else is playing? Um, Who do we have, DJ? We DJ have Cassandra. <laughs> DJ Cassandra in the mix. No, okay. We have Evie Queen. Okay, Evie Queen. With her very, very famous song, Quiero Bailar. Okay. This is Evie Queen with Quiero Bailar. Only in Miami. Agarren a su pareja con la cintura y prepárense. Porque lo que viene no está fácil, no está fácil, no. Yo quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar. Yo te digo si tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que para la cama voy. Quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí. El cuerpo rosado, yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Lo que yo quiero es besar, yeah. Yeah, papi, te lo juro, te me acercas si late mi corazón. Si lo que quieres es pegarte, yo no tengo problema en acercarme y bailarte este reggaetón. Que los dos tengamos que sudar, que, sudar. que bailemos al ritmo del tema, que me haga fuerte suspirar. suspirar. Pero pa' la cama digo mira na, 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 porque yo soy la que mando, yeah. soy la que decide cuando vamos al mambo y tú lo sabes, el ritmo me está llevando, mientras más te pega más te voy azotando y eso está bien. A mí no me importa lo que muchos digan, si muevo mi cintura de abajo para arriba, si soy de barrio o tal vez soy una chica fina, si en la discoteca te me pegas y te animas a ver que los dos tengamos que sudar, a sudar, que bailemos al ritmo del tra, tra, que me haga fuerte suspirar, suspirar, pero pa' la cama digo mira na, na, na. Yo quiero bailar, tú quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar. Yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Quiero bailar, ya quieres sudar y pegarte a mí el cuerpo rosar. Yo te digo si sí, tú me puedes provocar, eso no quiere decir que pa' la cama voy. Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You can find us on Twitter, at, uh, at Only in Miami show, and everything about the show, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. We're here live with Cassandra Montandon and Tony Lorenzo. We're doing our special Calle Ocho preview show, and we've been listening to a lot of different music but Tony informs me that there is going to be something very special starting at 12 noon if you make it out to Calle Ocho early. That is correct. 12 noon, we're going to have a folkloric parade. Um, for the last couple of years, we've been having all of Latin America come supporting our grand event. They come in their, in their cultural costumes, music festive ways that they do back in their countries. And then what we do is we, we get a big mass, massive group on 27th Avenue. We do a parade all the way to 13th Court. It's really nice. It's very interactive. The people feel the warmth. They support each and every culture, and it's really great. Well, that's something I think maybe people who see photos um, may not realize. You don't have to bring your own flag to Cayocho. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about, a bit about how you guys find all of these vendors, because there's so many street vendors. How do you guys arrange all of that? Where do you find them? Because are they like just 
out there? They, man, actually, there's some that come from out, out of out of state. There's some that come from New York, California. You know, they've just they, we're one of the. I think we are the biggest block party or street party in the United States. So for us, it's very easy to have somebody that wants to come and and sell their product or provide or sample their product. And you know, when we when they realize that they're not only going to come here and be successful, but the proceeds and they're helping out a great cause in return by coming here and getting a spot on Calle Ocho, that that's a that's a that's easy to sell. It is an easy sell for that. So, I mean, where do some of these folks come from? All over, from New York, California. You're talking about the folkloric or the, or the vendors? No, the vendors, because there's so many of them. They're right? everywhere. They come from everywhere. They come from all over the United States. It, it's it's amazing, and it's impressive. I mean, the, also the food. I've noticed there's, like, uh, a lot of, like, Colombian food from New Jersey. No, we have we have, <laughs> but, we have everything. We have we have some people. We have a, a group from Bahamas that come every single year to give a to give their little seafood ceviche. Oh, where do they hide out? They hide out like around 15th Avenue. Okay, so we that's got, really cool. We, we, what we have, are, name, name a few others, because there's a lot of different vendors. I mean, it's just overwhelming at times. Uh, the first time you go there especially, it's like there's people everywhere, there's, there's the vendors, there's places to grab a drink. Our street party covers every culture you can imagine. We have all types of food, barbecue, Latin American, Greek. We have, the, we have it all. We have it all. Yeah, no, I mean, there's just... It's so an abundance. Yeah, it's crazy. So let's do this. Let's go to the next track. Let's let's listen to another artist who's going to be playing. Which stage will this? Who is this artist? Johnny Ventura. Okay, where is Johnny Ventura? Johnny Ventura will be playing on Univision stage. It's which is the twenty seventh anchor stage. Okay, so he'll be playing at the the other end. At the other end. Right. Okay. So bring us in there, Cassandra. We have Johnny Ventura with Pitaste. Se cansó una parejita, ambos muy ricos de cuna, y vivían muy felices, con lujo, pompa y alcurnia. Un día el padre de la joven quiso visitar su hija, solo quería comprobar cómo vivía su niña. La muchacha muy contenta le mostró al padre su casa, el comedor, la piscina, el jardín y la terraza. Papi, este es el cuarto mío, mira qué lindo y qué fresco, al lado el de mi marido, y aquel será para tus nietos, el padre se sorprendió. Y le pregunto extrañado, ¿cómo van a tener hijos si duermen tan separados? Ella dijo, no hay problema con lo que me preguntaste. Cuando él desea, me pita, o yo pregunto, pitaste. Mi amigo cubano siempre toma chocolate Por si acaso le pregunta Oye, me chico, pitazo Gilbertico oh. siempre cena Ensalada de tomate Por si su mujer pregunta Bendito nene, pitaste 
Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. We're here live in studio with Tony Lorenzo of Kiwanis and the Carnival Queen, Cassandra Montanon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I wanted to talk to both of you guys. You've been to Carnival before, right? I mean, to, to Coyote before, right? I've never been, actually, but I'm very oh, excited to go. It's be your first so. year, huh? Yes, it's my first year attending all of these events. Oh, yeah. I, it, you never forget the first time you're in Coyote. And I get the royal treatment. That's and the best you part. Get the royal treatment. She gets the VIP. The VIP. So do they carry you through the... <laughs> <laughs> we golf cart around. She won't be walking that much. It's not like Katy Perry where she gets to fly around on that big star. <laughs> not and yet. Like... Not yet. Well, her star is a golf cart. I got a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't walk. I'm happy with hey, that. Hey. <laughs> that is, that's saying something because it's, it's, know, a, it's, a, it's long a long walk. walk. 27th Avenue to 8th Avenue. That's a, that's a far stretch. And so, in heels. Oh, in heels, right. Well, let's talk about some of the logistics for folks that might want to attend. Um, where do you suggest parking? How do you suggest getting to Kyocho? Because it's... That's, you know, it's it's a very, like, uh, it's a street party that goes from Southwest 8th Avenue all the way to Southwest 27th Avenue alongside Coyocho. That's basically two miles. Uh, where do people roll up? How do they all get there? I strongly, recommend, I strongly recommend to get there early. And okay. uh, all, the, all the residential parking lots, all the residential homes in the area, they no also... No blocky? Yes, they, I've heard of that parking. They, they, they take advantage of the of, of the day's events, and they'll provide parking and assist and try to, you know, try to provide assistance for everybody to park. So I think if you get there early, you shouldn't have a problem. All right. Um, now, what time do you actually start everything? What's the official start time? The official start time is 10 in the morning. But okay. since we have, you know, since this event is so big and there's we have so many great sponsors providing a lot of sponsors, uh, uh, a lot of great products, which is free. This event is free to the public. There's a lot of sure. there's yeah, a lot of great sampling that's done free. There's people that get there around seven, eight in the morning. So you, it's it's <laughs> really it's impressive. Yeah. So I mean, tell me about a few of these sponsors because I know that without the sponsors, the party would not be so big and exciting. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, for us, we have our, our exclusive our exclusive uh, soda soft drink is Coca Cola. They've been with us for many many years. Do they have any giveaways or anything they have, that people they, should show up to? Where they, where are these? Tell on, me. Okay, tell I'll me. tell you. Coca Cola Coca Cola is on Twenty Second Avenue North. Okay. Okay, and then we also have Colgate. Colgate. Okay. Colgate. They're always there, and they would be. They're going to be around Twenty First Avenue on the South Side. Okay, so gentlemen, if you're taking note. <laughs> Before you see Cassandra, you better stop on 21st Avenue. <laughs> Colgate is there. Then you may speak with the Queen. C continue. We have Procter and Gamble. They're going to be on 20 in 25th Avenue. Okay. What are, what are they giving away? Do you know what their giveaway is yet? I don't know exactly, but they they always give uh, good stuff. What they you do have last to year. go in order to know. Exactly. Oh, there you go. There it, is, there it is. We can't provide all the information. Then nobody's going to show up. Oh so. no! I when you provide the giveaway information, usually that spurs people to show. They up. always provide products. From, from some of their brands, they, and they provide uh, over 800,000. So there's enough for everybody. It's amazing. The lines get long, and, and everybody leaves with a smile. Yeah, are, are there any giveaways or any special like sponsors that you know of that are giving away something cool? I mean, 
We're well, we, we have we have a huge here. we have a huge activation for the kids, which is the Winn Dixie Fun Zone, Kids F Family Zone, which okay. is right in the El Dorado parking lot on 25th. There you have craft. They provide, you name it, it's there for the kids, and they have bounce houses and they have a stage where the kids will be performing and singing. So it's it's a lot of interaction with the kids, and it's really nice. That's really cool. A lot of our audience does look for these family friendly options because people don't know a lot about Cayocha that haven't been, and it's always great to have new people show up and when they realize that it's family friendly this event caters to everyone i mean it's a, it, it's on the basis it was created for the basis for the families to help families so that's been our formula since day one and it still continues to this day so what else is going on what other special spots should people hit because that's you know that's the thing people they get intimidated they're like oh it's only two miles of festival oh no i don't know where the good part is well, I mean, what other spots the great the, the great thing about inside. being Coyote, no matter where you land or where you park, you're gonna have oh, an avenue. Good. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have an avenue. You're gonna have a spot. You're gonna have somebody there ready to go, to stand in line to get a product, or you're gonna be listening to music, no matter whichever avenue that you attend to. So it's gonna be really great. Yeah, my, one of my favorites is Casa Juancho. You ever <laughs> go there? Of course. Well, Casa Juancho, they always seem to have this amazing paella right in front, like, but it's like Cuban style paella with with like seafood, but also like chicken and pork. <laughs> <laughs> a mixture of everything. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like always been one of my favorites. And um, I mean, it's just, it's like it's there every year, you know, it's like that one little spot. And the, the food is phenomenal. The food all around the street is phenomenal. There's no, I, I can't tell, I, I, I don't have a favorite. But I do tell you that I'm there from the night before, so when that sun comes up, I start on 27th Avenue and I start nitpicking to each and every one until I get to 8th Avenue. If I, you're on a diet, make that your cheat day. That's correct. That's what I'm waiting for. I cannot wait to next Sunday for my cheat day. You know, I don't consider it cheating because you walk. I mean, it's You'll easy burn. to walk like two miles there and two miles back. You're going to be back and forth, so that's true. You'll be eating and exercising. What else do you want? Yeah, exactly. And dancing. Oh, and dancing. And dancing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's always a huge stage on 22nd. Which two stages are on 22nd Avenue this year? Well, our, our biggest stages and our anchor sites are 27th Avenue and 27th. We have, ends, yeah, right. we have Coca-Cola on 22nd, and then we have Mega on 8th and 8th. Okay. And those are the three biggest ones that we have. Yeah, I've always loved that because you're, like, walking through this tremendous intersection, <laughs> and then there's stages on both sides, and one shuts down, and then the other starts going. And it's like it's been like that for years. It's amazing yeah. how, you know, they, they coexist and they make it happen and everybody enjoys it and has a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's but it's like this wonderful people traffic <laughs> jam because like literally people just like they're like standing at one and they literally just turn around. And <laughs> <start> <laughs> yeah. It's great. It works. That's the best part. You're never bored. There's always something going on. Well, there's there's something else that goes on that I wanted to highlight. And, and that's the street like cruise. I don't know what you call them, but I, I'm going to play one.
tell me about that because you, you you just mentioned at the break or when we were listening to this that's for folklore that's it that's that's a that's a that's a pure example of how you know we're representing all the culturally diverse diversity that we have at that event and it's so nice as you can see through that video that you could see everybody having a good time enjoying that that rhythm you can't stand still to that no, no matter you where can't you're stand at that. you're gonna move you're gonna move so how many of those do you think are there well we have over 500 people that do this parade Wow, and it, it, it's it's truly it's truly <laughs> something special and something to see. It's great. So I mean, it, it, what you're saying also is that people are encouraged to bring their instruments to Kyocho, right? They can, they can. If they want to start their little jam and the little group, they definitely can. But if anybody wants to join this folklore group and they have their little costume, they can definitely join. We can we can definitely add them into the parade. A any thoughts on this particular group? Because you said they come from many different nations. Well, we have we have we have we have Colombians. We have a. Uh, from Honduras, we have from Bolivia, we have from Venezuela, Peru, Mexico. They come from all over. And it's great when they come, they're all with their beautiful costumes, their traditional historical look, and it's and it's great. Yeah, no, it, it is really neat. I mean, there's just nothing like that in any other American city. I can tell you that. I mean, maybe, I don't know, is there anywhere in South America where you really have all those different, you know, people from all those different nations getting together and just having a party and a festival and... That's the best part of Miami. That's you get a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is the only place you can get that taste. So we've got a little bit more music from Cayocho. Why don't you lead us out, Cassandra? We're going to have Nikki Jam in the mega stage with Travesuras. And this is the only in Miami show. <laughs>
Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. Tonight, it's our special Calle Ocho preview. We're here with Kiwanis president Tony Lorenzo and Carnival queen Cassandra Montandon. So, Let's start off by letting our audience know, where can they find you on Twitter or Instagram, Cassandra? Where can they find you? Well, I'm on Facebook. I'm Miss Carnival Miami. Okay. And then I'm on Instagram. It's uh, Miss underscore Carnival underscore Miami. And then also Casey Smile with two E's. So that's at Casey Smile with two E's on Instagram. Yes. And also I have two of them. I have my personal one and then I have the Miss Carnival Miami one. But you're going to find out everything about all my events on both pages. Okay, great. And the Miss Carnival Miami one is just at Miss underscore Carnival, Carnival. underscore Miami. And that's C-A-R-N-A-V-A-L. Correct. Not like the cruise ship. Right, no. I'm not the carnival <laughs> lion queen. No, I'm the carnival <laughs> Miami queen. And, and Tony, tell our audience where they can find out more about Kiwanis Miami, both on the web and on Twitter or any other channel that you guys are, are posting stuff. Well, if they want to know about Carnival Miami 2015, it's we have our app. Oh, we have I like app. it. I yeah, like it. Yeah, it's Carnival Miami Festival. Okay, so on the Android and on the iPhone, they can go to Carnival Miami Festival. They can download the app, which will provide them all the information for Calle Ocho, all the acts, who's playing, who, where everybody is, and it'll also give you additional information of all the other events and uh, how they can help, donate, volunteer, and all our community projects. So, where can our audience connect with you guys on Twitter? Uh, well, on Twitter, we could do in Carnival Miami. Carnival underscore Miami or underscore Carnival, Miami. Yes. Carnival underscore Miami on Twitter. They can go to CarnivalMiami.com. Okay. And if they want to reach us uh, or call us, they can call 305-644-8888. What's that number again? 305-644-8888. Okay, and that's the contact Kiwanis about Carnival Miami or Cayocho because Cayocho is coming up. Carnival on the Mile uh, just passed. And, and let's talk about Carnival on the Mile because that was a lot of fun yesterday. Dude. That was great. This, this past weekend was great. I, uh, it was nice to that everybody came and supported the event. I know that we were a little, we had a little bit of overcast and a little bit of rain, but it was extremely successful. It was super nice. The bands that, that were playing there, the the music, the food, and the artists. We had some great, such great artwork. We had over 150 artists there with some great pieces. So, uh, how does somebody actually get a booth at Cayocho? How does there or Carnival? Because I mean, apparently, you guys have space. They could. We do have some real estate. No, they can. They, they can. They can call our offices and we and and at three zero five six four four eight 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 eight, and they can reach out to our vendors department, and we'll provide a space if they want to sample, if they want to sell, they want to be a part of it. They can. We can provide space for them. So it's not too late if somebody wants to be a vendor at Cayocho even this year, or is it too late this year? No, this year we have a, we have some spaces available, but call quickly. <laughs> No, I'm sure it fills up very it quickly. It does. It does. We have phone calls every single day. We have people lined up at our offices. So definitely there is some space, but limited. So um, this year at Carnival on the Mile, it's like it's a different mix of groups. Like, how do you determine which groups play at one or the other? Is there any particular method to the madness? or Because uh, I, I saw some great stuff. I mean, I went on Sunday afternoon, and it was cloudy and perfect. It was perfect. It was cool. Very it was nice cool, and cool. Very comfortable. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty neat. What, what, were, what were one of your favorite performances? Uh, you know, I really, really enjoyed seeing Paulo and then seeing the grand finale where some of the members of Spam All-Stars came on stage. And That's they nice. Just, that was great. They tore it up. And I also saw the No BS Brass Band, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, we had the two bands that we brought from Texas no, uh, and Mother Falcon, which is from Austin, Texas. Both of those bands came from out of state, and they were phenomenal. They were a great hit. I yeah. love Stokeswood. I oh, really yeah, added I saw them Stokeswood too. Playlist. They were on it. They're from Atlanta, Georgia. They had to be one of my favorite bands. I'm they already following them. <laughs> um, that, that they have basically become my new obsession from yesterday. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually posted a picture of them on my Instagram. They're really, they were really good. cool. Yeah, they were a hit. Yeah, right. and and also I you know I love Picadillo. I did not get a chance to see them, but I've seen them before. They were they good. Were they came all they the way good. from Madrid. They were great. Yeah, wow. they were great. That yeah, they they came. I all heard they a little Spanish Madrid. country in there too. They were mixing it up with a little bit of everything. Yeah, they were great. They were phenomenal. It yeah, was really yeah. nice. And the artists, we had great, great, beautiful arts and crafts. I mean, there were some beautiful paintings. I wish I could afford some of them. There were, it was some nice art out there. Oh yeah, well, I, one of my favorites is the photographer Larry Shane. You ever see Larry? Yeah, Larry Shane. Yes. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's, yeah, he has some he's nice a pieces. Miami photographer. Yes, you know? he is. Yeah, like he's uh, he's always out there at the, the carnival on the mile. And uh, do, do you guys have like an award system? Do you guys do a prize or anything at, at the carnival for the for the vendors? Because it really combines. Carnival on the Mile is two festivals in one. It's it's an art fair and a street music festival. Whereas, like, Carnival is just, I mean, Car uh, Cayocho is this giant, giant street fair. I mean, enormous. Like. Correct. Whereas this is like it's a little bit smaller, a little more intimate. That's but a pretty good idea. Maybe next year we should provide a little contest within the con within the festival for the I artists like that. that are there. That's a good idea. Uh, Look I at like you. That. Look at you. Maybe. Brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're expecting a phone call in just a couple minutes from one of our Coca-Cola stage artists. Jay Diamante, yes. He at performed at Miss Carnival Miami. Alrighty. He and serenaded us before the coronation. Give me more. Give me more. <laughs> He's honestly an amazing bachatero. He sings bachata. And I have his song here waiting, and I can't wait to speak to him. So where, where's the, the bachata style come from? It's I believe it comes from Dominican Republic. I'm okay. half Dominican, so I'm a tremenda bachatera, <laughs> thanks to my father. But no, he was really, really, really good. And he's actually such a sweetheart. After the, the pageant... We were celebrating at Ball and Chain, and he was there, and he treated me like a queen. He was really, really, really nice. Okay, well, let's let's do it. Let's let's listen to Jay Diamante. We'll be right back. This is the only in Miami show. This is us. Lost for words, you mean the world to me. It is the 
lo que vive en mí hermosa hermosa no sé qué más yo te puedo decir que explique todo lo que vive en mí And I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. And tonight we're doing the Coyote Show preview. And on the phone, who will be playing on the Coca-Cola stage, we have Jay Diamante. Jay, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for calling in. We're here with Tony Lorenzo and Cassandra, the Carnival Queen. Hey, Jay, how are you? How's hey. it going? Hey, how you doing, Cassandra? I'm good, thank you. So Very good. I'm excited. Excited about the festival. How are you guys doing? We're, We're great. Done. We can't wait to see you perform. So, so you're closing out the uh, the 22 Avenue North stage. It's the Coca Cola stage at uh, 5:40, right? Go, right at 5:40 p.m. So, is this your first uh, Cayocho? Well, this is actually the second time I perform at the um, Coca Cola stage. Last year was the first time I actually did it. Oh, great! For them, yeah. So. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about playing Cayocho as opposed to other festivals or gigs? It's, it's the energy that you get from the crowd. It's like, it's like nothing else, you know? Everybody is excited about the music and the different performance. So, you know, it's a new high for, for us when we perform in front of so many people, you know? Oh, that's, that's very cool. So uh, are you a Miami artist? Are you located nearby or are you coming in from out of town? I'm I'm located nearby. I'm actually uh, used to be from Miami, but now I'm in Palm Beach County. Okay, very cool. And and do you travel when you play? Or are you always playing in Palm Beach? Do you? What, no, no, where else we travel. We just actually came back from Philadelphia. We had a a few gigs over there, and uh, we're just now getting ready for Calle Ocho, making sure that it's a great show for everybody. So after Calle Ocho, what's your next gig that our fans should be on the lookout for, Jay? Well, after Cayocho, we're going back to New York City and New Jersey to do some shows over there. Oh, okay. Do you know the venue yet? I don't know the venues exactly, but they can uh, look at our webpage. Okay, what's uh, your webpage? They can look at our, either on Facebook or Instagram. We usually put our shows up there, and it's J-A-Y-D-A-M-A-N-T-E, official. 
Okay, Jay DeMonte Official. And that's yeah. on Facebook. So it's facebook.com slash J-D-A-M-A-N-T-E. Yes, and also my, my official. label mate will also be performing. His name is everything is uh, Rafi Dreams. Facebook.com Rafi Dreams with a Z at the end. Okay, and the same on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all the same thing. So tell me, Jay, am I going to be dancing when I chat that with you as you're performing? <laughs> am I'm, I? I'm, I have I'm, to be there. I'm finally going to get you to dance this time, right? Right. I asked you to dance last time, and you did it. You denied me. You just gave me that little smile and a little wink, and you just moved on. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> no, no, this time we have to dance. I, I, I promise you will be dancing this Okay, time. good, good. It's a promise. I'm going to take your word on it. <laughs> and Cassandra, congratulations again. Thank you. I'm, thank I'm you so saying. much. We appreciate you being there. We really did. No, no, thank, thank you. I guess um, Kiwanis and Coca-Cola for always, you know. Of course, out for, they're, for they're tremendous party. support. They're always looking yeah. out for everyone. Yeah, yeah. we greatly appreciate that. And we're looking forward to the Cayocho Festival. It's going to be happening this Sunday, starting at 10 a.m., but feel free to get out there early on Southwest 8th Street, Cayocho, between Southwest 8th Avenue, Southwest 27th Avenue. Go to CarnivalMiami.com. That's www.carnavalmiami.com, and you can find out a lot more information. Cassandra, you got a song to lead us out of the hour? We have Madai with Punto y Coma. And we'll be right back at 8 o'clock. This is the Only in Miami show. Usted no puede ser mi amante ni de broma. A usted no hay nadie que lo aguante. Punto y coma Usted no sabe ni besar Como yo beso Por Dios no trate de inventar Que le intereso Usted no puede ser Mi amigo de la gente Si está pensando Darme abrigo Ni lo intente is the only in Miami show hosted by Grant Stern. Tonight's show is underwritten by Morningside Mortgage Corporation. Morningside Mortgage Corporation keeps the only in Miami show commercial free. You can find them online at www.morningsidemortgage.com. That's www.morningsidemortgage.com. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. And we're here live with Flash from Ploppy Palace Productions to tell us about his latest gig. Flash, thank you so much for joining us in the studio tonight. Oh, thank you for having me here. 
My pleasure. My pleasure. So what is the word? Right now we're working on the 17th annual Medical Marijuana Benefit Concert at Grand Central on Saturday, March 14th. This is going to be an all-day event starting at 4 in the afternoon, going to 3 in the morning. We're setting up two stages at Grand Central and mixing up a wide variety of music, performances, visual arts, poets, and a lot of community speakers. We're going to have the new petition to get medical marijuana on the ballot for 2016, as well as voter registration and a lot of information because we want to get more people involved in the movement and be able to create some change here in Florida. Now, the medical marijuana ballot initiative reached a 58% approval rating in yes. the last election. What do you think that means for medical marijuana advocates and marijuana advocates in general for legalization going forward? Well, we're over the majority. So right there, we're making huge strides. We are no longer a fringe issue. Medical marijuana is much more mainstream. There are three states for full legalization that are happening now, plus Washington, D.C., and at least 23 states with medical marijuana approval. So we are making headway and getting things done, and we just need more people involved. The flaw with the recent election is that enough people that thought it would just pass didn't get out and vote, and we needed those votes. You know, a 2% loss is significant because there is that public support for it. We could have changed a lot if more people just got out and voted. So um, you also have, like, a series of speakers. Give me name just a few of them. Well, we have Norm Kent, Irvin Rosenfeld, um, people from the Green Party, people from the ACLU, people from the Silver Tour, uh, Karen Goldstein from Normal of Florida, wide variety of people all involved, and we're making headway with a lot of different things. Actually, one person in particular, uh, give a big shout-out to Michael Minardi. He was the lawyer for a recent case that got a medical marijuana grower who was using it for personal use for medicine. He got him acquitted, and that was a nice precedent because that was a, a jury trial, and the jury agreed with the, the plaintiff saying, or the, the defendant saying it was medicine. That's, that's awesome. That is a great result. That's actually what's called jury nullification, where a jury decides what the law is. It's pretty uh, exciting because I, I read about it, and I've never seen it personally. So he's going to be there. Uh, Michael Minardi will be there as well as uh, Jesse. He is the uh, plain, he is the person that was facing serious jail time, and he is now a free man. That's amazing. That's that's an amazing story because it's not happening everywhere, is it? No, and that's one of the benefits. This is a local story, and this is a local issue as well as a statewide issue. So we are building up a coalition of supporters to be able to make these changes happen and get people out there because. We make a difference when we do this. Now, uh, we have a few musical guests that are going to be there. Uh, just l let's name a couple of them because there is a ticket. Um, we have a CD, so so let's name one on the CD, and we're going to take a listen to it right now. Well, we're going to listen to Nog Champions, and this, the track is 183rd Street Flea Market. W what track number is that? Number two. Track number two. This is the Nog Champions. They'll be playing this Saturday night, March, uh, or well, Saturday afternoon, maybe. What time? They'll be playing at 7.30. They'll be playing at 7.30 p.m. this Saturday, March 14th, at Grand Central. This is the Nag Champions.
You're listening to the Nod Champions. They'll be featured at the 17th Annual Medical Marijuana Benefit by Ploppy Palace Productions this Saturday, March 14th from 4 p.m. till 3 a.m. at Grand Central, 697 North Miami Avenue. That's this Saturday, March 14th, 4 p.m. to 3 a.m., Grand Central, 697 North Miami Avenue. Pre-sale tickets can be found at facebook.com slash ploppy palace. That's facebook.com slash ploppy palace. We'll be right back. This is the only in Miami show. Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern, and everything about the show, iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. And we'll have this one up tomorrow afternoon, the podcast, if you missed our Kyocho preview earlier. It was a ton of fun, and I'd like to very much thank having Tony Lorenzo, uh, Cassandra Montanone, uh, Joey, uh, yeah, uh, Jay uh, D'Alembert, and, uh, you know, we really love Kyocho, so I totally encourage everybody out there to take some time off this Sunday, get down to 8th Street, get a plate of paella, a Cuban sandwich, something with mojo, anything, go have fun. It is a blast. So, joining us in studio, very, very special guest, Smurfio from Afrobeat. Hello. Tony, thanks for coming in tonight. I'd rather be at the Heat game, but this is the second best. (laughs) On a Monday night, there's not a lot to do. You can either go to a Heat game or hang out at the the Miami show. Have Monday night games. That's the way I feel, too. How about how dare them have four in a row on Monday night? (laughs) You don't have a fill-in for this, huh? (laughs) You know, they they actually had the Knicks game on Monday night. uh, That's a snore. Any game right now is important, though. Oh yeah, yeah, every game is important. Every game is like I, that a was, playoff game. Hey, I feel. you know what? We we beat them, and that was important. The, the Heat needed that win. They need every win right oh, now. Oh, they need it. We're in game seven. Every game, every game is so. Yeah. I mean, did you see the game uh, on Saturday night? Did you I actually did. get to watch it? I did. What do you think? I did. You, did you see the I, whole thing? Did yeah, you I saw start the whole thing. The we were getting, we we were losing by double digits, and again they fought back in the fourth quarter, and I mean just. They're they're not giving up at least. That's it's a big difference yeah. between the beginning of the year and this part. Are you, of the, year, oh wait, right? are you, uh, the Washington game was 
That was, that was a Friday huge night. comeback. That was Friday, that was Friday night. night. That was yeah. Friday night. Then Saturday, they came back and they beat the Sacramento. Well, they had a huge comeback on Friday night. On Friday too. night, they yeah. were down so by thirty-five good. points. At least they're fighting. Uh, yeah, like it, no, that. no, it's it's much better than earlier in the season. Yeah. Earlier in oh. the year, they were getting kind of blown out anytime somebody got ahead. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it feels the the whole new influx of of the new players is is giving them a little more life, maybe. Yeah, it's like the, the younger kids and their batteries are recharging. That's true. I mean, it, you know, sometimes athleticism trumps experience or skill. It even. does. And we're finally taking advantage of that. I yep. don't know if you listened a few weeks ago. But I we had yeah. we we had the uh, oh the yeah you team had president yeah, of the Sioux talking for, about yeah. where where Henry Walker and and yeah. Whiteside came from. Right, right, and, and Tyler Johnson too. You know. Yeah, Tyler Johnson too. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that Tyler Johnson was going to be on the roster uh-huh. um, after the preseason, and then they they stashed him over there, you know, <laughs> and and nobody picked him up. Nobody else picked him up. I, I, you what know, about really Beasley's funny. third third tenure, you third term? They, you know what they say? No, the third time's the charm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when you play for the Heat, who else has played three terms with the Heat? I. I don't think That's a really good question. I'm going to give out the call-in yeah. number, and if somebody knows the answer to that, you call us, 305-541-2350. We're talking Miami sports yeah. or music with yeah. Tony from Afro We're talking about basketball right now because, obviously, there's a heat game going on right now. And, and this is the sports hour on the Only in Miami show. Yeah. So it's, oh, know, we, okay. People don't know that you're a huge heat fan. Oh, I am. <laughs> 27 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, it's tough to go much past that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I was a Rockets fan before the Heat. That's funny. Yeah. That, that, but that makes perfect sense. Do you know who the first ever player on the Rockets was? I, you asked their first pick. It wasn't ever. Moses Malone. <laughs> no, it wasn't Moses Malone. No. And was, he was their first guy ever. Oh, no, on. I have no idea. I, I know you told me this before, but I don't remember. <laughs> One guess. I did. Pat. Riley. Oh, what? He was the first first round pick of the Rockets franchise when they were the San Diego Rockets oh. in 1967. Doesn't wow. everybody know that? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, yeah, that's everybody had a different team from Miami growing up. Yeah. Of course. A like, lot of Knicks fans here, huh? A lot of Knicks yeah. fans. Actually, I was a Knicks fan growing up here. I be- <laughs> <laughs> Because I didn't like Michael Jordan when I was growing up. Yeah. No, and the Knicks were good in the 90s. I mean, well, sh- blood. They- I don't know how good they were in the 80s. They were pretty decent. Well, then, they crashed. Yeah. Then they got Patrick they got, Ewing. Yeah, and then they And they then they the had 90s. Patrick Ewing all those years. Yeah. Now, like when I was a kid, I didn't know that they stunk back then Yeah. <laughs> with Patrick Ewing. But right. They had Patrick Ewing, so they were good in my book. Right, <laughs> but no, they they had those uh, those teams that would beat you up. They had uh, Charles Oakley. Yeah, no, I remember them. Yeah, and uh, and it's like you know we used to cheer for them against yeah. like we cheer for Detroit, yeah, because Detroit was beating up Chicago. And, Absolutely. You know, all our feeling about Michael Jordan was that he was a hot dog. He yeah. was just scoring points, not looking for wins. That yeah. was he was in the eighties. Yeah. Am I am I missing something? <laughs> It's okay because I see I see people in the booth trying to hold their tongue, but they don't have to. Hey, Michael Jordan is a is a legend. Now he's a legend. He was a legend then. He, you know, no, he wasn't. Because he of his was wife not and a legend shoes. back then. Yeah, hey, who won that championship for them with James Burley at North Carolina? That's true. His freshman year. Wow, that's true. Michael that's true. Jordan. That that's was the true. beginning of that was the beginning. 
that was the beginning. Was the but, beginning. but his NBA rep wasn't that great after five, six years. He was that guy who couldn't win the big one. Yeah, but you know, come on. He hadn't just like, you know, just like the Heat. You had Dwayne Wade until Shaq got here. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Dwayne Wade was only here for a year until Shaq arrived, yeah, and then yeah, they won a I mean, championship you know, the following yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, true. But you know, that's a lot faster than, than Michael Jordan. You Michael need, Jordan didn't win a championship until year 10. He had no help. Oh, oh, he had Charles Oakley on his team. Scotty like Pippen. A, well, he had well, a lot Pippen, of help with Pippen. Pippen came later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, people always underrate Pippen and overrate Jordan. They do. They do. Yeah. He, he he was very instrumental in all of those championships. Yeah. And poor Scotty. Did you know that Scotty never really got paid? He took some weird contract that just, <sighs> when he was with the Bulls, he never got paid the big bucks. And then the the whole reason Scotty became this crazy journeyman later and just went from team to team was because he got one of those huge pre, you know, cap on the contract contracts, like not like a, Ke- a Kevin uh, Garnett contract. <laughs> well, you know, Michael Jordan wasn't getting paid a lot of money at the beginning either. No, no, he wasn't. Nope. No, no. I mean, none of them were if at that point. Yeah, if it wasn't for Nike, <laughs> now he's a billionaire. If it wasn't for Nike, maybe Michael Jordan would have taken another job and done something <laughs> yeah, exactly. else. Uh, not baseball either. Yeah, no. I hope not. <laughs> that was that was a bad experiment, man. The faster that one ends, the better it was. I mean, that was just debatable. Yeah. You know, so weird. That was a <laughs> ego. I could do anything. Really? Yeah, I think it was a ego. Watch I, me. I could do this. I don't know. I just feel like after that third championship, maybe he burnt out. Yeah. Kind of like LeBron. Yeah, maybe. LeBron was just like four years finals. Man, I need a summer off. I'm yeah. going to Cleveland. I'll get a lot of summers <laughs> off there. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been following the rest of the league at all? Yeah, know? of course. So what do you think of LeBron's team right now? I think they're they're eh, they're doing good. They're the second second seed right now. True, true. We might that might be first round playoff action. It he, could be two for calves. seven. Yep. That's what I'm kind of hoping I mean, what, for. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, if we're going to beat anybody, it's going to be the Cavs. Right? I mean, who else would know how to stop LeBron James? Us. And Pat Riley and, and Spolstra. And Spo. I mean, they've, yeah. they've got a, a very interesting roster. It's just like, you know, they kind of have a rocket thing going on. Like, they could take off or they could just explode into a million pieces and fall in the wrong place because... Well, it seems I mean, like they're gaining momentum at the right time. That's true. But maybe they're peaking too early, too. Maybe, you know? yeah. It started in mid-January, and yeah. I mean, it's just with guys like, uh, with a guy like J.R. Smith, disaster can be I around just, any corner. I, I, the, <laughs> right now, it feels like the Hawks are the only team that could spank them around. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. What about the Bulls? The Bulls? Talk to me here. Talk. To uh, me. I, they lost their point guard again. So they're not ready for that. Who's I who's the backup? Who's Rose's backup? Do you know? We're gonna have to H- look Hen- that up. Hen- uh, Hein. Oh, Kirk Heinrich. Kirk, Kirk Heinrich. Yeah. Well, he's not really. He's the not backup. Yeah. He was starting. They have another guy now. I was watching the Spurs Bulls game on Saturday on Sunday. Yeah, they uh, they just, lost uh, they lost a close one, one sixteen one oh five. It wasn't close at all. Yeah, yeah it wasn't that close. No, at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, here, let's see. Yeah, I got spanked. I mean, the, you know, definitely up picking up Gasol digits, yeah. and dropping Boozer was a huge move yeah. for the Bulls. Yeah, that was. Did, did 
Uh, you, well, you went. You saw the the Lakers game. Yeah, we went to that one. Oh, I had to leave. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> missed, missed the, the you missed best, the grand finale. <laughs> I missed the best fourth quarter of this month of of second best fourth oh, quarter. Second best fourth I quarter. was at the best fourth quarter on yeah. Saturday. We'll get to that. Yeah. But, but let me see who who is starting a point guard for them for the the Bulls because, I mean, you know, they're pretty much prepared for this at this point. Kind of looked. He kind of looked like Derrick Rose, the guy who's playing oh, point guard. Oh, it's Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Brooks and. And a young guy named Etuan Moore. I guess Etuan must have been a, a draft pick for them. Um, I don't know a lot about Etuan, but of course, Aaron Brooks, that guy, he was like an up and coming star for the Rockets. For the Rockets, yeah. And I then, know. I don't know, something funny happens in the NBA. And I don't know if you've seen this before, too, but I, I see it a lot where guys are like up and coming star, have a great season, and then poof. You know disappear. where you see that? In the NFL. Oh, especially in the NFL. Especially I mean, in the NFL. Do you think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to have uh, the same season next year that he had this year? I, I mean, somehow I doubt it. Too. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> it just caught everybody by surprise. He does have good hands, though. I'll give him that. Oh, he's an amazing player. Yeah. I mean, didn't he play alongside uh, Jarvis Landry at yeah. LSU? Yep. Yeah. Two best rookies. Dude, I would have been like a number one team with those two guys to throw to anybody. I mean, a, a quarter, number of quarterbacks. You throw it up the in Dolph the air. Wow. See who the Dolphins got rid of. Uh, the Dolphins yeah. got rid of some people, and there's some new people coming. We're going to save oh, that for the second half of the hour. That's the icing on the cake We're today. We're going to save that for the second half of the hour because I believe the Drastic Fanatic He's here. is, yeah. is He's here. on the way into the studio. Yeah, he is. Nice. And since there's been a lot of NFL action, we're, we're going to pick that up with Mr. We're Fanatic. Right in the prime. Right, right in, the, in prime. the prime seat. Yes, yes. He's going to be sitting in the hot seat here next to me. So we'll, we'll have some fun with that because I don't think the Jets have and gotten anybody is. too excited. The Jets, number one Oh, Jets there fan. he is. The drastic <laughs> fanatic here from the deep, dark, outer reaches of West Palm Beach and beyond. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Bro. Oh, no, you go over there. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. You can here? sit over there. Oh. Anywhere you want, man. This is the only in Miami show. You can sit anywhere you want. As long as it's in Miami. <laughs> exactly. You made it. You made it here. That's I'll give, right. you a, give you a nice I answer. hear you loud and clear. Whoa. <laughs> I can Mike hear you too there. So <laughs> we are just talking about a little bit of NBA basketball. Nothing that any Knicks fan might talk about since uh, you guys are playing lotteries. We are. I mean, has anything happened to the Knicks since in the last two nah, weeks? No, just kept losing. And they had a two-game winning streak, actually, somewhere in the middle by accident. Oh, man. Bargnani must be <laughs> killing it. He actually is. <laughs> That's the worst part. He actually is. I hope that he doesn't give him any like false hope that he's actually good. He's actually playing pretty well recently, though. Yeah, I guess if you decide that losing constantly is good, your best player could be Bargnani. He's <laughs> awesome. Saying. He's dropping 20 and like pulling 10 rebounds again. Max contract, baby. <laughs> he's looking at that next contract. Yeah, he is. Uh, seriously, it's, it's wild. How's Hardaway doing? Hardaway, Timmy Hardaway I'm Jr.? Soft, sophomore slump for, for little Timmy. Definitely. Oh. Definitely a sophomore slump. Well, as long him. as he keeps his health, he's cool, you know? I don't think uh, Phil Jackson's loving him, actually. That's the reports out of New York. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. So. The Zen master says he's got to go. I mean. He come to daddy's so who's gonna? So the Heat are going to sneak in here or what? Yeah, oh. the Heat are going to sneak in. I mean, you know, the seventh seed, there's a lot of teams fighting for it. But uh, who's going to fight harder? Our team or their team? So I think our team. What's up? Why didn't Whiteside play the other night? Ankle, right? Yeah, ankle. okay. He had, he had an ankle injury that kept him out on Saturday. And the night before, he had played 20 minutes, and 
you know, there's a little bit of uh, Rustage. grind. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of grind there. You know, I mean, the, he got, yeah, he got put on the the bench for a reason. Um, you know, apparently maybe there's some blowback, and that's how it is with with these, some of the young guys in the NBA. I mean. It's tough because not exactly, it's a players' yeah. league. It's not right? a D league uh, schedule they're running here. No, it's not a D league mm-hmm. schedule. It's a players' league, and you know sometimes they get a little confused or you He's know probably, have a rough spot, and they just maybe need a little bit more instruction. You know. Yeah, coming out of the D league, it's a, it's a, the game's a lot faster. You got to admit, you know, in the NBA, so there's definitely adjusting time, and he's been called on to play extra minutes now that Bosch is out for the year. Mm. And not just that, but take a lot more blows. You know, now he's like the center of He has of attention. a little bit of a bullseye on his back now, too. Oh, a little bullseye? I mean, he would be averaging 10 blocks a game if everybody would actually go up and shoot over him. But teams are wary of running at right, Hassan well, Whiteside. That's like any up-and-coming, you know, new player that gets into the league. The, the scouting book is out on the player, and then they know how to make adjustments. Now it's up to you as a player to adjust back. That's true. And, and he's played really well. I mean, we're talking about... A he's playing with a twenty seven point nine player efficiency rating. I mean well, the PER things, score. Well, it's it's a good number because it just tells you it gives you a relative average. It's relative. Um, what happens is they take an average player's stats and contribution to the game, and that's pegged to the number fifteen. And a guy who's playing at like a efficiency ratio of let's say twenty is simply contributing more to his team's bottom line than. The, the normal starting person at his position, like kinda the like average the, guy. The plus minus in hockey, kind of. No, plus minus is they have a plus minus in basketball, and it's I it's, know. A, it's good too. It just tells you is your team winning or losing when this right. guy's on the floor, and they do it in combinations. That's yeah, can, something you can I, check I out at NBA.com/stats. In, in, in hockey, it's I could see it more of a relevant stat though. No, it's extremely relevant in basketball. Charles Barkley says numbers are bull. Yes, well, I yeah. say Charles Barkley is bull. I do too. <laughs> what? Charles Barkley said that LeBron James would never, ever, ever make the finals. He said that that LeBron James would never win the championship. Wow. He said a lot of things. I mean, if you went through the list of predictions that Charles Barkley made and said how many you know darts landed up and how many landed down, um, and the broken it, clock is always is twice. And if it <laughs> right, wasn't for right, Michael twice. Jordan, he'd have a couple of rings. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> who uh, Who is the efficiency leader this year? Is it LeBron? I don't think it's LeBron this year. I know year. He, last year he was, God, yeah, he just, he's, he was up by every by a lot of points. Yeah, actually he's uh, he, he's led in, in efficiency for many years. Yeah. Um, in fact, like he's had some Jordan-esque seasons. Yeah. I mean, Jordan's efficiency numbers were really high too. It's not that the numbers tell you the guy is going to be good. But they let you measure what he has what already done. Exactly. And what his impact is to his overall team performance. Right. But, like, for example, like, what I found watching the Heat and seeing these numbers is that, like, having a guy with LeBron, like LeBron, who was averaging a 30 PER for four years, it's literally the equivalent of having two guys on the floor. <laughs> because two guys have to guard him at all times. So it really is like a competitive advantage and, and that's what the Heat have achieved with Whiteside on the floor. He's almost like having two guys on the floor and when you watch how the teams play him on the boards, they play him front and back. He's now. taking a beating. He's taking a big beating yes, and he, he, he hasn't had that summer to work out and get an NBA no. body in order because 
Believe me, like he will this year. He'll be on the special pasta this summer, right? Oh, the yeah. special pasta. Oh yeah. <laughs> Between morning and Juwan Howard, they'll have him on a nice little regimen. You know, I I hope he's living Juwan in Marina Howard. Blue, so he can just go across the street, up and back, up and back. There's a subway there. He'll be good, oh, just Juwan, like Jared. <laughs> the subway. <laughs> yeah. Eat fresh. <laughs> so, if you're listening out there, uh, and let's see, LeBron's PER rating is way down this year. It's a twenty-five point eight. Probably uh, right. from earlier in the season is dragging him down. Uh, no, it's it's a season-long thing. I mean, it's not no, just but I'm early. Saying the season. early part of this season is probably, you know, who's up? bringing down who's his Anthony average. Davis or Anthony Davis. Is well, I'm going to find out in a sec. Yeah. But but uh, just to give you a, a little bit of perspective, his first year in Miami was twenty-seven point three. His lowest season in the last decade was his fourth season when his efficiency rating was 24 and a half and before mm. that 25.7 as his second year player so this is the most difficult season in a long time for lebron lebron had 27 30.7 31.6 all, it's all downhill uh, in, right in now 2013 <laughs> yeah you can see now. the career we arc. got him you, at the peak well when so you look at the just, number this efficiency yeah. number you can see yeah. the, the mountain and what side of it he's on right now too it's I mean, it 30 man to everybody that's it it's all downhill. I what mean, about, what about Dwayne Wade? <laughs> okay, we'll check out Dwayne Speaking next. Speaking of the down, well, going down the hill. Except in the fourth quarter. <laughs> except in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I don't understand. That's when it counts. That's yeah. when it counts. Especially at the Garden. Yeah, oh, especially oh. at the Garden. Oh, especially on Saturday night. He had 10 points in overtime. <laughs> it's just, you never know when he's going to you know, appear. That's the whole yeah. thing. Oh, when he, yeah, when he gets it done, it's over. He just okay. needs, if he makes one hard shot. It's all over. So Dwayne Wade's best year for player efficiency rating was a 30.4 in 2008-2009. And then he's slowly been trending down 28, 25.6, 26, 24, 22. And he's been holding steady at 22, which is very good. 15 yeah. means you're like the average starter at your position somewhere across the league. I'd love to know. So what he's still Russell way above Westbrook average these days. Oh. Russell has been on fire. It, huh? Hold on a second. It's Can anybody else have the MVP award this right, season besides Russell? Not even. Just, just for this, just the last What about weeks? Steph Curry? Curry no versus way. Westbrook. Okay, well, not even close. I want pros and cons. Give me Curry. Uh, Tony, your Curry pros. He's on the best team in the okay, NBA. Okay, keep going, keep going. Yeah, he's uh, on the best team. Helps. He's, <laughs> Three-point shooting is uh, really good. I mean, he won the three-point shooting yeah, contest. That cost me did. 30 bucks. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to Vegas on my first bet. Yeah. Clay, Clay. I, I took yeah. Clay Thompson and Kyrie Irving. Let me tell you, a couple of those guys in that contest have been shooting like crap since the, since the All-Star game. It's kind of funny, right? Yeah. It's kind no. of like when David Wright went to the home run derby. He like, changed his whole swing around. He didn't hit a home the rest uh -huh. of the year. Well, I mean, that's, that's most Corver, Corver's been slumping. Clay's been slumping. Yeah, Corver's so. uh, percentage is just dropping by the day. Really? Three point, I mean, he's still best three-point shooter in the NBA, but everybody's catching up to him, and he had a huge... Well, he was... I mean, that's the thing. Uh, he was regret. He's regressing to the mean now. Yeah. Like his average. Yeah, it was. He just, couldn't keep he up fifty three percent the whole season. Yeah, it was putting. Yeah, that, that was, was ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing performance for half a season, even. There's yeah, but no now doubt. they're kind of in rest mode anyway. The Hawks are kind of just like winding it down, in true uh, San Antonio Spur fashion, right? Mm -hmm. The coach is like a disciple, rest <laughs> their guys. Off. Now he's starting to rest the, yeah. the Hawks. Are, if you notice, uh, giving random nights off to his star players. So, 
That's yeah. yeah. That's that's the, that's the, the blueprint. The system. Man. That is. It's a great br- blueprint. It worked for us. It worked for us. It worked for yeah. them. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I got to say that I think the Heat are playing better since we've shortened the rotation, though. Definitely. Yeah, they they have. So to to wrap it up, because we're going to take a short break. Uh, we got to talk about our, Sue. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we, okay. So the the top five uh, per players by ranking in the NBA today are. Anthony Davis at 31.3. I called it. Good, Good call. call. The brow. Russell Westbrook at 30.1. Kevin Durant at 27.84. Number four, Hassan what? Whiteside of your yes. Miami. Wow. <laughs> he- that, do we take D League stats into that? Is no. that like. <laughs> nope. What's and the then minimum Steph games Curry played is number or? five. There you, go. Uh, you know what? Kevin Durant only has 27 games played, and he's on the list there. there he's go. qualified. Touche. 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 Uh, to round out the top 10, it's James Harden, LeBron James, Chris Paul, DeMarcus Cousins, who wow. was here on Saturday, yeah. and Blake Griffin. And Paul Gasol is number 11. I believe. Big, big improvement for the big guy. guy. He's, he's beating he's his brother out, huh? They're playing tonight. Oh, yeah, they're playing tonight, too. Well, you know what? We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is the only in Miami show. I can see it clearly. It's written across the sky. You're listening to Terry Catlin, song Fly. She'll be performing at the 17th Annual Medical Marijuana Benefit Concert at Grand Central on Saturday, March 14th. Be sure to check that out. A lot of good performers there. She'll also be having some poetry with her with Terry, with um, Rebecca Butterfly Vaughn. And find out more information at ploppypalace.com.
Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show. I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me online at Grant Stern on Twitter and the whole show at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. We're here with the Drastic Fanatic. Yeah, baby. Happy Monday. Hey, where are you on Twitter, buddy? Where am I? Hmm. At Drastic Fanatic. Where else? And Tony, where can we find you on Twitter, buddy? Afro Beta. At Afro Beta. At Afro Beta, yeah. And you, you actually write back on that, right? Eh. Christy eh. does more than eh. me. If you're cool. <laughs> I, I'm just not a, I, I don't, I don't do Twitter or Instagram yeah. or. You're not a hashtag I'm not, kind of no, guy? No, not a, even close. <laughs> I check my Facebook messages in 27 seconds and I move on. There you go. <laughs> Seriously, I don't. Wham, bam, thank yeah. you, ma'am. Yeah, true. I mean, I, not everybody loves yeah. it. No. No, it's not that I don't love it. I just don't have time. I, I, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> You're old. From a different generation. Well, it's not just that. I mean, you're busy playing out there. Yeah, no. What's just, your next gigs? Tell me oh, about this. Our next Talk gig. To Talk we're, to me. Oh, we got the gigs. Insidious, gigs. the movie. You know the Insidious? Uh, there's three of them. We are playing their movie premiere at the Fillmore next week. Okay. Where They hired us to... Uh, do a remake of of uh, Tulips in the Garden that Tiny Tim made famous in the sixties. Okay. Then we're doing it really creepy. You and, got the ukulele? Yeah, no, we're not doing it with the ukulele. Come we're on, doing man. it twenty fifteen, really <laughs> evil uh. and spooky. Then we're playing. Um, I guess we're doing Kyocho on Sunday. Okay, you you are playing I mean, Kyocho on Sunday. They put us on the Sunday. list. I, 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 they, without <laughs> confirmation, uh, we're doing the Centennial Party. For Miami Beach with Barry Gibb and Gloria Stefan. Oh, that's yeah, really cool. That's so wait, wait, tell me, the, hold on, tell the audience a little yeah. bit. What's yeah, up with this, the Miami important. Beach Centennial? This sounds that's like a hundred years one. of Miami Beach, yeah. and they're doing a big concert on the beach, uh, uh, Thursday, March twenty-sixth. Uh, headliners like Florida or Florida, whatever, however he calls. <laughs> I don't no, even know how. No, it's Florida. Florida. Actually, his name is Tremar Dillard. He's a big Heat fan. He is a big Heat yeah. fan. Yeah, I respect to get them. the write-up in, in 880 of land. <laughs> uh, Barry Gibbs playing, Gloria oh. Stefan. There's a, a bunch of acts are playing. And Afro Beta. Afro Beta, yeah. We're playing on the main stage. Nice. Um, then we're playing Ultra uh, Saturday on the live stage. Okay. May, Very cool. March 28th. Yeah. And then on April 4th, we're doing... Um, we're performing with the new Deco Symphony, their first performance ever. It's a new yeah, symphony. Yeah, what is the, the new Deco they're symphony? Just, they're a new symphony that takes um, Daft Punk songs and turns it into orchestral. They'll do modern music, and they, they're they really cool. That it's sounds really cool. It's at, yeah, it's I, at the... Uh, I saw something yeah, on your Afrobeta Instagram. Instagram, right, yeah. It's it's at the... Uh, the where, next to the lab? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's called the Lightbox. The Lightbox, that's, light box. that's where it is. Northwest 26th yeah. Street. It's in the heart of Wynwood. Exactly. And that's actually an area where there's a lot of parking. It's pretty easy to park yeah. near there because Northwest Fifth Avenue is all the parking. Um, what night is that? Is that that's April? A, uh, sat I think it's April 4th is a Friday or Saturday. Yeah, it, it is April 4th. Yeah, and that's going to be great. At the Lightbox Theater. Yeah, we're going to do a four songs with them, and then we're playing their after party, a whole performance. But the, those four songs that we're doing with them, it's, it's with a whole orchestra. So I'm probably going to be playing a, a grand piano Instead of synthesizers, that's gonna be fun. Oh, that's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, I've never seen you actually play. Uh, I can't wait. Grand, grand. <laughs> yeah, a grand <laughs> piano. <laughs> the grand piano. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are chomping at the bit. Let's do it. What? Sue. That's Sue time. Sue. Can I get a Sue? <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I hope he tones down his act. Why? I can't wait till the first time he can't wait till the first time he tries to kick yeah, Mangold in his face. Yeah, I just see what don't happens want him getting then. suspended. He almost got suspended for the Cowboys game. Yeah, that's true. I, I, that's we, true. His money that is guaranteed, go, yeah, man. Uh, that's scary. A lot of guaranteed yeah. money. Hey, look, you know, you got the D line. Now well, what? Well, I mean, think about it. <laughs> you what? know, we're talking about guys that play more like two guys on the field. Now the Dolphins are going to have two guys that you have to double team yeah. on every Best single defensive play. line right. ever. <laughs> it could be. Steel curtain, nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Linebackers become better. D-backs become better. Dude. Everyone becomes better, oh obviously. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can he play wide receiver, though, as being like a two-guy, <laughs> two-way guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, like sure J.J. Could. Watt? Huh? He JJ could play. He could yeah. play wide receiver for the Jets since they're pretty much always <laughs> we, looking for. We got Brandon uh, Marshall, dude. We oh yeah, Mar- the Dolphins what, discarded that guy it? years yeah. ago, and, and he was terrible after you discarded him, right? Terrible on Chicago. How many playoff terrible. games? How many playoff games did he win? In Chicago? How many receiver touchdown passes did he receiver. drop for the Dolphins? That's what I want to know. Well, he was going through issues with the Dolphins. The, the problem was that he, Ricky Ricky Williams fixed him, and then Jeff Ireland was like, "Oh no." He's not acting like a crazy a, guy anymore. Yeah. We got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like Jeff Ireland had criteria. Room. Am I wrong? He was in a bad locker room. <laughs> bad yeah. locker room. Boy, he was the bad part of the locker charge. room. He was a prima donna. He was really out of his mind back well, then. But yeah. he, he got help. He, he got documented. It's it. He did. No, I mean, real did docu- you watch the? Did you ever see the? Yeah, yeah, no, he, he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. It's a very serious mental illness. He takes his medication. Yep, that's all it is. It's not just medication. That's not something you can just take a pill and solve. It's oh, not no. like having a. It, it keeps it under control. It keeps it under control, though. Trust. Oh, it right. keeps it under control. It but under when control. you're on a losing team, uh, you could you could keep you that under control. You, you stop taking the pills. When you have Jay Cutler as your quarterback, that's enough to make a guy freaking bipolar, man. Okay, so Geno Smith is a lot better. <laughs> Him? I don't know if it's going to be Geno Smith. Oh, oh, I heard uh, Harvard grad Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to come in for the. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> who, right. who, excel, of, who excelled under Chan Gailey, our new uh, offensive coordinator? Let's just oh. put it this way. And then as Mariota. Soon as, as soon as they require. And here we go. Standardized testing in the NFL, like no NFL player left behind. The Jets will win with that. <laughs> Fitzpatrick. Otherwise, not so good. Look, 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 Fitzpatrick had a great season on the Chan Gailey, though. <clears throat> yeah, back in Buffalo days. Got him the big contract. You're hearing the silence. Fill yeah. this. Yeah. Fill this look, with competition. something. Competition is good. That was Gino. before anybody hey, look, knew who the last was. Why is that brown G- rising in your last, eyes? They last, used to be blue <laughs> when you got here. They, they keep your, 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 Listen, your, your last time I me. saw Geno Smith, all right, he put up a perfect quarterback rating right here, only in Miami. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah by accident. And then, but, but the second to last time he played us in New York, it could have been the worst quarterback performance I've ever, ever seen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's volatile. Gino is volatile. But look, he has. He's gonna have a a great receiving core now. You know what? He's got a lot of J.R. Smith in him. He's the kind of guy that that loses the game for you or wins the game. That's it. Yeah, he's gone. One and done. Back to the pound. But you know the the (laughs) back to the pound. (laughs) (laughs) You know the Eagles are keeping uh, Dirty Sanchez. I heard two more years. Two more years wow. of Dirty and Sanchez. And Frank Gore now in Philly. A lot, you, of, a lot of movings and shady. Yeah, okay, so let, let's talk about this other trade. The uh, Shady the, McCoy to Buffalo. Exactly. AFC East is going to be a big old party now. Yep. Big old party. Someone has to dethrone these Patriots, please. 
And yeah, Buffalo I mean, has a quarterback, I too. I swear, they win the East again. I, <laughs> they yeah. I know. Well, hey, look, we're all go- we're all. It's an arms race now yeah. in the AFC East. You know? It is an arms They're race. They're not going to win the East gonna, again. Sorry. Who, who's well, going to land the ultimate arm? It's, it's more Revis. of a balls race yeah. in the AFC East, and the, the Patriots certainly have deflated theirs lately. Nah, but I'm <laughs> No, no, no. Did you see that, those stats? We were talking about them like around the Super Bowl. The Patriots fumbled like Least so much further, less than everybody it was else. was a 6% chance. They've been yeah, cheating they for years now, and nobody yes. picked up on Jet it. Jet fans, Dolphin fans, yeah. we all can agree. We all know that. And even yeah. our friend Jersey Shore Buffalo fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's what's really funny is, like, I was reading the New Times this week, just, you know, over breakfast. And the they're High talking Times or the New Times? No, no, no New uh, Times. Okay. Miami New Times. <laughs> high Times, I was, I was giving that to somebody else. Somebody said Obama didn't support pot legalization. I'm like, did you read New Times two years did ago? Did you see his picture from 1968? <laughs> yeah. Hello. So, so I'm reading the New Times, and they're talking about this, this scam that's been exported from Fort Lauderdale, from Broward. Up to the rest of the country, they call it Operation Felony Lane. Um, this is, uh, I can't make this stuff up. You can check out MiamiNewTimes.com if you want to read it. Uh, and it's one of the long format, you know, uh, investigative reports. And basically, all these people who are committing identity fraud in Miami in the the autis and the zeros, they they a lot of them got caught. But some of the ringleaders said, well. It's there's too much heat here in Miami. Everybody's looking for it, and they started taking vacations, like crime-free vacations. They go up to like Seattle, steal fifty thousand dollars in twelve days, and then leave. How do I get in on this? What's the deal? <laughs> well, what do we gotta do? Well, <laughs> basically, the, the, I loved how they wrote it up. They said that. Their Belichick-like leader of the organized crime <laughs> oh, ring. That's how they called it. I was I like, that, that is so true. It's hashtag low blow right there. Oh, oh low blow Too was soon. deserved. Deserved. Hey, you know what? We, uh, we've we got Tony on here for yeah. this whole hour, and we haven't listened to one Afro Beta oh. track yet. Oh. I mean, is there something we should play? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah here. I'm uh, what you, are you on the SoundCloud page? Uh, or? You know what? I'll go to SoundCloud, and I'll pick out, uh, I'll get you right now. Uh, I have, you guys are have unreleased, uh, unreleased stuff if you want to put Ooh. some new single. We're shooting a new-ish, video on new-ish. Thursday. Okay, okay. I think we could do this here. Yeah, That's... You want me to log into? Uh... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, you, you know what? I can't use my phone, man, because I'm on that radio station thing. Yeah, actually, it's funny. For, for our listening audience, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony is, is doing two radio programs at once right now. Tell yeah. them about the program you're okay, doing right now. Okay, it's called Fradio.com, and it's uh, powered by Guvera Music. They're kind of trying to be a Spotify. They're from Australia. Um, they're trying. I guess it's it's more a Spotify, but for people that are more a little more into music than your average Spotify user. Which is everybody. It's diehards, you diehards. So, yeah, it's for, for people that are more into real. And so so the app works where I, I make a playlist on Guvera. And then uh, I, I am hosting the radio show. You're, you're hosting the radio I'm show right now. I'm hosting the radio show right now. Because you're playing like music on. Yeah, I'm playing the music yeah. from the playlist. And, uh, and it's fradio.com, right? Fradio. Fradio, yeah. yeah fradio. Oh, I guess... I didn't, radio, I didn't make that, radio, didn't make that yeah. connection until right now. <laughs> so That's why you're on the only. Here we're gonna do a double double show. take right now. Radio Friday, and we are on both sections, right? Both radio stations right now, live, That's live over only the in Miami. Can only you do in this? Miami on radio. Can I get away Dark with this? <laughs> Gotta go show yeah. to show. I mean, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, we're here, there, and nowhere all at once. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
it's really cool. I, I'm so. What's the new stuff? Talk to it's me. It's a little more dream pop, less EDM. Okay. okay, okay. We're still in that EDM battle with our with our label. What do you mean? We've EDM? been in this. They want us to make ease cheese DM, make it, and, and I just I just uh, can't. I'm not selling out. I yet. can't. I'm not selling out. I'd rather just make. So they don't want to release anything because it's not EDM enough, and they. I mean. Yeah, but you know, like know. all musical genres, they evolve. And I think what you guys do is an evolution yeah. of what people have been doing. You could sell out on song 12, maybe, no? Just throw in one for <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Drastic. Any music you're making, I think you better start by selling out, and then that'll improve it. No, yeah, probably right. <laughs> I still could do a mean beatbox, though. Let's hear it. No, I don't want to spit all over uh, the mic. Uh, <laughs> I'm not right, trying I'm, to... Okay. Are you, uh, okay. Go. You're gonna beatbox. No, 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 I'm not gonna beatbox. I'm gonna spam the audience. All right. Should I put it on? Is it ready? Yeah, yeah. It's it sounds yeah, it's like it's playing. Now. Let's let's run with it. We'll be there right back. Yeah, it's on. This, this is called "Dream About You" by Afro Beta. This is the only in Miami show. Show. And I'm your host, Grant Stern. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. we got five minutes left. And this is, by the way, going to be on podcast tomorrow. Be out in the afternoon on the website. So if you want to check out the beginning, if you're listening now and you want oh, to hear some the exclusivity, Kyoto we just got a yeah. exclusive Absolutely. preview of uh, the newest yeah. Afro Beta tunes. Our new album is, is uh, on a USB wristband. 
Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. No more CDs, man. That's it. Say oh. Toto. Yeah. It's two gigs. It has nine new songs, 10 remixes. Eon's remix that I did for him is on <laughs> one of them. Uh, yeah. We put our videos on there and a bunch of pictures, and you still have space to put whatever you want on, on and you can wear it. That's really cool, yeah. man. Yeah. So, uh, where's the next gig you can get one of these wearable albums? Uh, maybe Kyocho on Kyocho Sunday. Kyocho on Sunday, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah, get some wearables and some edibles. <laughs> well, speaking of edibles, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to play one more track from the 17th Annual Medical Marijuana Benefit that's happening this Saturday from 4 p.m. to 3 a.m. at Grand Central. You can find out more at Ploppy Palace, uh, facebook.com slash Ploppy Palace. Uh, let, let's hear good it. Good segue right there. What, what do we got here, guys? This is Sweet Bone playing Spark That Mother. You'll be able to check them out at the 17th Annual Medical Marijuana Benefit Concert at Grand Central on Saturday, March 14th. We'll be playing around 8.30. Hope to see you there. Find out more information in the full schedule at ploppypalace.com. This is the only in Miami show. So we're just out about about out of time here, but I think it's time for predictions because we've got about six weeks left. We're here with Drastic Fanatic and Tony from Afro Beta. Six weeks left in the NBA season. It's March Madness time, and uh, I'm not much of a college basketball fan except for following the bracket. But in pro basketball, we we pay attention. So first prediction. I'm going to go around the room. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Where did the Heat land? Who do they play in the first round? Do they make it out? I'm going to go with you. Tony. I go uh, seventh seed okay. against the Cavaliers. And do they make it out? No. <laughs> Why? FPL could like jack the Heat up here and <laughs> knock out LeBron, maybe. No. I think uh, we should talk to FPL, Mr. Bentley. I, I'm. I got to go with him. Seventh, seventh against the Cavaliers, and if the Heat is healthy. I think they have a chance. Can Bosch come back this year? Or is he no, officially no. done? So? You know what? I just saw on ESPN he is targeting yeah. September. That's yeah. that's the big reason why He's I said done. no. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, uh, Mr. Fanatic. Nah, I'm with you guys. You I really? Don't, I don't, you think that it's going to be two seven Heat versus Cavs and they're going to lose? And so. Yeah, spanked. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. What's my name? LeBron James. It's going to be so much hate. No, yeah. no. I, that game three. I think that the <laughs> Heat are going to sneak into the sixth this year. You do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah? Yep. I think we're going to sneak into Indiana? a 3-6 matchup no. against... Uh, yeah, Washington? Yeah, Indiana is eight, seven right now. They're all bunched together. Yeah, no, Indiana, no, no, no. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah but uh, Indiana, what Washington, happens when Paul George comes back? You don't think they get a little not, bump? He's not going to come back. He's you know, coming, man. He could come back, but yeah, he hasn't played ball all year. He's not going to come back. Yeah, that's it's, just. I don't see I'm how kinda, he's gonna. I'm kind of worried about Whiteside, man. I think he, the the banging he's taking is taking it's gonna take a toll on him down the stretch. And without eh. a true big man like him, yeah. I think. They're and gonna, he's not 22. He's it. not. No, he's 25. He's, he's 25. still very young. He's, yeah, and, no, you know he's got Goran Dragic. He's got a, he's got better players around him. He's they a can't just focus on him now. though. Well traveled. A lot of mileage on those. A lot of mileage. Wheels. Well, yeah. air mileage, yeah. not on the wheels. <laughs> air miles, true, mean. true. Frequent flyer miles. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, next one, and we've got one minute left. 
Who's going to be in the finals? Who wins? And I'm going to do the reverse. Mr. Fanatic. Real quick. Out of the West, I'm going to go with um, Oklahoma City, man. OKC, wow. the yeah. dark horse out of the West, and they're going to play? Cleveland Cavaliers. And who's going to win? Uh... I think OKC is going to win it. Whoa! Bold predictions, Mr. Bentley. Golden State versus. Nah, they got knocked out in the first Cleveland. Round. Whoa! And I who's got, the champ? I got a few dollars in my pocket. If you who's the champ? Who's I'll the champ? Who's the champ? Who wins that? I think I'm going with Golden State, Mr. Lorenzo. Uh, the Hawks are going to come out from the East. Okay. Um, God, the West is so competitive. Up. It is, yeah. Memphis, maybe. <sighs> I'm going to have to go with Golden State. Yeah. And who wins it? Who wins it? Golden State. Okay, okay. My prediction is Hawks and Spurs. Wow. Uh, and we're going to see boring. the Hawks win it all. Oh, nice. I'd like, yeah. I, I, that's, I'll have a TV yeah. rating that's of like just seven my guess, people. <laughs> Ten people will see it, but it'll be great to watch. Heat Cavs will be, will be a that would higher be a TV rating. TV. Yeah. Well, that is all the time we have, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. Tony, thank yeah. you so, so yeah. much for coming out. Everybody it. should check out Afro Beta, uh, Drastic Fanatic. Thank you for coming thank out. You. And we had a great Kyocho preview, Ploppy Palace. Love to have you out, Flash. We'll be right back next Monday night. This is the Only in hey, Miami you, you Show. You didn't ask Flash who his predictions. <laughs>